All right. Welcome back into the Lacrosse Tribune High School Football Podcast. My name is Colton Bartholomew, and I'm joined today by our reporter, Zach James, and the assistant sports editor here at the Tribune and prep sports editor, Todd Sommerfeld. Here for week five recap, uh, a wild one. We'll, we'll go through the, the score list here, a couple of other games from around the area than the two that Todd and I were at tonight. Uh, so starting with the scores from the MVC, we had a wild one between Onalaska and Sparta ends up with Alaska winning 62 to 55. And then over at UWL Battle for the Ark, Central claims that for the second year in a row, 22 to 10. Holman won over, a, or excuse me, over Toma, 60 to 7. West Salem beat Aquinas, 34 to 6. In the Cooley Conference, Black River Falls throttled Alaska Luther, 54 to 12. Westby beat GET, 43 to 8. We'll talk about that one. And Arcadia beat Viroqua in a scoreless regulation game that went to overtime. It was 6-3 to three after an overtime. Yikes. Uh, so scenic Bluffs. And the Scenic Bluffs. Uh, Bangor beat Hillsborough 46-6. New Lisbon beat Cashin 32-7. In the Dairyland, Melrose Mandero won 49-0 over Whitehall. And in non-conference play, Almond Bancroft beat Blair Taylor 42-7. We'll start... With um, I'd, I'd say it's an upset just by the score in the Cooley. Westby really taking it to yeah. GET. Like, we thought that was going to be a great game and yes. two really evenly matched teams, and then Westby just kind of puts it to them right away. And then, yeah, then get the word today that, that Alex Gluck might be sick, and apparently not. Yeah. He did well. Plays yeah. the game, and they, they win a one sided game. I'm a little surprised by that. Uh, I think Westby probably have been playing better, certainly offensively. Uh, other than, you know, GET coming back against Prairie last week. Uh, GET's offense hadn't really gotten on track yet. And uh, Westby, I, I forgot how they, they rushed for a lot of yards. Yeah, well, they had 424 total yards. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Dames led them with 96 yards on the ground. So, uh, I mean, a huge game for their offense. And GET obviously didn't get anything going with that running game, and that's what they do. So yeah. <laughs> they, they can't just abandon that and start doing something else. That's just what the offense is. And, mm-hmm. And if Westby shuts it down, Westby shuts it down. The thing that surprises me the most about that score is GET blew Westby out of the water last yeah. year, and then Westby turns around, and they must have been motivated about it. They did talk about it in the yeah. preseason, yeah. and uh, they yeah. certainly had this game circled on on their schedule, no yeah. question about that. A lot of the same guys, too, with Danes, Gluck, a lot of those guys. And it was 61 nothing last year, by the way, so <laughs> for GET. Um, all right, moving over into the MVC, West Salem, Beats Aquinas. West Salem got Brandon Holt back from a suspension last week. Uh, four touchdowns. Four yeah, touchdowns for him. Kind of just, what we expected. Okay, uh, I mean, kind give Brandon Holt a week off here in the, the conference season. He's going to come back. Doesn't matter what defense you have. He's going to come back yeah. motivated and have a good game for him. Uh, he had 104 yards on 16 carries. And then at Holman, I mean, a, a dominant performance. Toma just came off a good win over Sparta, but then Holman just ran him out of the water 60-7. to Four hundred and sixty-seven total yards. I was going to say that's all they what they rush for, uh, and yeah, fifty-three rushes for three hundred ninety-four yards, seventy-three yard touchdown pass. Yeah, oh, okay. so I think that might Today. be all the the <laughs> passing yards on that one play. Yes, Ryland Wall with a touchdown pass. And Holman's defense was good in that game too. They forced Holman to turn the ball over six times tonight. Six turnovers. Yikes! Holman's playing well right now. I mean, I'm just. With with the way that this conference season is going, obviously Central's still in the mix if they're just one loss, but it's just more and more looking like that last week of the season, that, yeah. Holman versus Holman. Lon, Alaska could yep. be just a, a wild, basically yep. MVC championship game. But we'll, we'll see how we'll see how Anna fares 
uh, when when they get uh, the central right uh, game. That'll be a big one uh, to look forward to. Absolutely. So let's let's jump into that that wild one over on Alaska. So on Alaska wins sixty two to fifty five. Sparta comes out on fire. They score in their first five possessions, I believe. Um, both teams basically scored. No, excuse me. Sparta took seven possessions because there was two interceptions. Uh, so on Alaska scored in their first five. And it was just this wild back and forth all the whole game. And there was there were a couple of moments that just really stood out. There was a fourth quarter, uh, 75-yard touchdown pass to Ray Heilman for on Alaska that ended up putting him ahead for good, which was a really gutsy play call at the time because – you're looking at it. There's only about five minutes left. If they put a drive together, then score, which was as the way that, that game was going, it looked like that's what's going to you know, eventually happen. This, nobody could stop anybody out there unless there was a turnover. But uh, the fact that they went for a big pass and possibly could have set them up for a third and ten in a really tough spot in their own in their own territory to go deep. Talking to Tommy Shinsky after the game, he said Andy Sires, the offensive coordinator. If he likes to play, he goes for it, and he's not going to hold him back because of down and distance or uh, position on the field. So that was really cool to see. But uh, two other takeaways. One, Sparta cannot catch a break to no. save their lives. No. It is that just – the case going into this. Game. Yeah, it was uh, – we, we talked about it on the preview podcast. But three losses by seven points, and now you have a fourth loss. So – or, yeah, by, 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 yeah, yeah. by one, by one possession. Like seven. Yeah, just a – an unbelievably tough stretch for Sparta. They're just continuing to get better. Today was the best I've ever seen Cole Wisniewski play at quarterback. They really moved the pocket well for him. But even when he was in the regular pocket, just kind of stationary, he delivered the ball well. Nick Church, the wide receiver, had three receiving touchdowns, a kick return touchdown, and a rushing touchdown on a jet sweep. An incredible game for him. Um, just, it's just one of those tough things where you watch an offense play so well, but then their teammates on defense go out there and just can't get anything done. On Alaska, it was both ways, really. I mean, on Alaska made a couple of good uh, interceptions. Nick Pika, two in the first half, ended up getting hurt, not playing in the second half. But uh, Sparta just could not catch a break defensively to just get get the stop and get, at least give themselves good enough field position to really flip the game. And that's how on Alaska wins. And then – I'm just going to throw this out here. It might not be professional, but there's some dad in the parking lot yelling at the Sparta coaches who just threw up 55 points on a really good Alaska team. And it's like, you're the worst. You embarrass whoever you were around. Like, you suck. No, no one wants you around. So there you go. And if you want to come to the office, I sit toward the front. Cage match right in the middle. All right. He's a big boy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, anybody, any, any questions coming off of that? No, um, I, I've never seen a game like that yeah. around here. I mean, I've seen teams nuts. score a lot of points. We, we do have Caledonia around here, um, and we've had other teams on Alaska scored tons of points before. Um, but uh, I, I've never seen two teams just go back and forth like that for an entire game. That had to be amazing to watch. And Maybe frustrating, too. But it was, yeah, it was just tough to keep up with. You know, you're trying to tweet and tell people what's going on. But Ray Heilman has that 75-yard touchdown, and that's the ensuing kickoff. Nick Church takes it back. So, on Alaska goes up seven, they take they, it right back, and, and then miss the extra point. Yeah, they missed the extra point. That was that was the one downfall for Sparta. They had uh, missed extra point there, and then they actually went for two in the first half and got it. And then their last touchdown in the first half, they missed the extra point as well. So that's why they didn't have a one point lead going into halftime. And talking to Austin Larson, the uh, Alaska quarterback, he said, "You know, sounds counterintuitive, but it really helped the offense stay focused. That they never got a lead really, even when they were up by a touchdown." 
Sparta would find a way to go down and score. So it was either a one-point lead or a tie again. So they really had to have their foot on the pedal the entire game. And a little bit of how they played against uh, Logan last week. That was the same situation where they just had to keep coming back, keep fighting, keep you know uh, going from either trailing or at a tie. So Onalaska is really showing that you, you put them in these, these big spots and these tough games, they're, they're finding ways to come out of them. Yeah, and it's as we were talking before. It's going to be interesting to see how the rest of this conference season goes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> after, after they, they've got like the this. firepower this to play is, with anybody right yes, now. Absolutely. Obviously, they've got to fix some things defensively because yeah. Sparta's a good team. But I mean, to throw up fifty five—that's that's a worry sign. No matter who you're playing. See, not imagine what this on a central game or on a yeah. home game is going to be like. You know, when, when we get get to those points in the season, those, those could be like, basketball scores too, or could. it could be or it could be very low scoring. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess one last thing from the Alaska side, Nathan Wabinski, 238 yards rushing, a couple of touchdowns, and really great linebacker play. Uh, just it's incredible to watch a guy that you know the other team is loading up against, but they still can't do anything about. And Alaska's line did a good job blocking. He had a couple of really big runs that were sprung by blocking, but he also had a lot of four and five yard runs where he's just falling forward and carrying guys those extra two or three yards. So a really great game out of him on both sides of the ball. Um, Price Edwards really the same way for, for Sparta. Great linebacker play, had a big touchdown, wasn't as involved with the offense, just, again, because Anolas is loaded up against him, so that's yeah. the, the way that they go. So but, that's two weeks in a row. Right. Them. Yeah, but just a wild game. You can read more about it on lacrossetribune.com, and we'll have more in the football follow on Sunday as well. But shifting over, Todd, to your game, you're over at UWL for the Battle for the Arc. Uh, second year in a row for Central, yes. taking it back home. I mean, just uh, – um, a crazy turn of events for this rivalry where Central wins two in a row, which probably hadn't happened in 10, 15 years ago. 2004. Yeah, okay, so right about that, 14 yeah, years. 2004, so. I think they won four in a row. Right. That, that was the last time they'd won consecutive years. So it, it's been a while, and they were very happy. I can imagine. I'm sure they were. <laughs> uh, Johnny Davis did end up playing tonight. We, yep. we were talking about on the preview podcast. We weren't sure. He was still kind of questionable uh, in that range. We, we figured he'd probably play. That's why yeah. they held him out last week to make sure he's ready for this big game. And they needed him tonight because Logan's defense was really up to the task. It was. I saw defense tonight. Yeah. That must have <laughs> been cool. You didn't. <laughs> um, Nor did I, for that matter. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. Um, no, I, I thought uh, – and I hate just throwing out the bend but not break, but that's kind of what center was tonight. I mean, Logan just kept going at him and going at him. Uh, they would they would pick up yards. I think they had 340, 345 yards, something like that, Logan. And they passed for 180, which is a big deal um, moving forward. They've now gone out there and shown that they can throw the ball like that. Uh, they still ran it pretty well with Demond Butler, uh, I think. He didn't have a monster game uh, or anything, but when you're passing the ball. And, and Calvin Maven, I, I thought, really took some steps forward. Got intercepted three times. Uh, one was on the last play of the game, so you know, hold that against them. And one was on a fourth down play in the fourth quarter where they're just trying to score, and, and he threw it in the end zone and got picked off there. Uh, there, there was a bad one that he threw down the field uh, in the second quarter that Central ended up kind of burning them on. They, they got the pick there and went and scored a, a touchdown late in the second quarter to really kind of take the momentum there. But I, I give credit to, to Logan's offense for just – you know, keep pushing and pushing the way they did uh, and put a lot of pressure on the central defense. And then, you know, credit Central for, for being able to, you know, not give up the big play. I mean, they were they were gassed. They were on the field a lot. And yeah. when I went and looked, uh, Central had the ball for about nine minutes of the second, second half. And 
still Logan ended up with 10 points. Right. So to, they, to, they did something when they had to do it. Um, but I, I think if you're Logan, uh, you walked off the field a better team uh, than when he got there. I think they saw a lot of good things tonight. They just didn't get the win. Um, they, they went down the, the first time they got the ball. Long drive, which is what they had to do. Yeah, they had, they really game. needed to control the clock. They I mean, they played the the game plan they had to do to give them the chances because yeah. you give Johnny Davis the ball too many times and there's just nobody really that's going to be able to slow that down. Yeah, and they 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 put together a really long drive. They got I think it was maybe like five first downs. They picked up a couple of fourth downs uh, on the opening drive, which is always big too, and got a field goal out of it. You want to get in the end zone, but. Taking a lot of time off the clock and kicking a field goal is good too, and Central comes out two plays touchdown. Oh jeez! <laughs> and so so you know the the thing they really wanted or the best thing for them happened right away, and then the worst thing yeah, happened the worst right thing after have, that because yeah. they couldn't give up big plays, and and they know that and 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 uh, you know Central the second touchdown was was kind of a jump ball to the end zone that, that Jordan Davis came down with, which he's going to come down with most of those. Right. That's uh, <laughs> advantages so. of being 6'5 and a great leaper. I yeah. mean, you know, you're, you're going to have to pull those down. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I thought there was a lot of, there are a lot of good things to, for Logan to move forward with. And, and it's a big deal for Central to win this game two years in a row. Um, did a lot of things uh, well, too, on, on that. So. When you look at this conference right now, the MVC as a whole, you've got the three at the top with Central – <clears throat> on Alaska and Holman, on Alaska and Holman both being undefeated in the conference right now. Until those two teams play, and then obviously Central and Alaska still have a matchup. I mean, those are going to be huge games, like we mentioned. But I'm I'm just seeing it. It's a tough road for the rest of these teams to make the playoffs now. With where where we're deep enough into the season, where we can start looking at those things. Who can get to 500 or above 500 in the conference to get their automatic bid? And there's just there's tough roads. Obviously, we've got Logan now still has to play Holman. Um, you got uh, Sparta that still has to play Holman. Uh, there's there's two really really tough games. The interesting to, one in there to me is West Salem. Right. What to, to see where because they have a couple of tough games coming up yet. Uh, in that they they I thought they played well defensively uh, against Holman in that twenty nothing loss last week. Uh, I I left really impressed and I'm always impressed with West Salem's defense, but even more so this time because they had some kids out uh, and played really well against a really good offense. So I'll be interested to see how they can match up with an, on Alaska and Central. And, and I think they have Logan next week. Uh, so that, that should be a, a good game and, and maybe one of the highlight games next week that we have. All right, well, that is going to do it for our Week 5 roundup here at the Tribune. But you can read all of our coverage from these two kind of crazy-in-their-own-way games. But uh, uh, that's all on lacrossetribune.com. We'll be back on Sunday with the Prep Football Follow, some other notes from around the area, and things to look forward for next week. But uh, for myself, Zach James, and Todd Summerfeld, that's going to be the show, and we'll be back next week.